Welcome to this amazing, mind-blowing podcast. We are now joined by none other than Hayley Rata Hayes um, from the Otago Art Society. How's it going, Hayley? Yeah, pretty good. I'm glad this is a late breakfast rather than an early one. Very yeah. happy to have a sleep in this morning. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. It's always nice having a sleep in on a real kind of muggy day, you know? Yeah, very grey. That's mean. So um, we've got Paul, myself, in the studio here, just yep. chilling out. So you're an artist and an uh, Otago Art Society council member. Could you tell us a bit about um, where you got your start in art and what being an OAS council member actually like involves? Yeah, absolutely. So I usually think like everyone made art at some point. And it's usually more the case that it, at some stage people stop making art, mm-hmm. you know? Like at school, people were really encouraged to make art. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, my granddad was really instrumental in me keeping on making art. So he was a, like a hobbyist painter. And um, even when I was young, he gave me like a whole lot of oil paints and brushes and things like that. And he used to give me little projects to do and he would say like, you know go and paint me this or go and paint me that <laughs> and then he would give quite um biting critiques of the work that I produced <laughs> even though I was only an eight-year-old you know he would tell me like nah that one's not any good <laughs> which was good I mean I suppose it developed a bit of helped me develop a bit of a thick skin yeah um yeah, far out. yeah so yeah I've just always painted nice. um but I didn't pursue it professionally like I didn't go to art school or anything like that um, and so finding out about the art society was really great for me because it gave me a way to connect into a community of people making art mm-hmm. um, rather than it just being something that I did by myself yeah I've, um, heard, I've heard kind of having a community of artists around you can really help you kind of flourish and kind of test your ideas and find more inspiration you know absolutely and for a lot of people that is art school mm. Um but, yeah, I didn't take that particular path, so I've found that the Art Society is just great for being around other people who make art, which is, yeah, super inspiring, interesting. You get a lot of tips, even, like, practical things, like people who have been selling their art for a long time. They have a lot of good tips around, like, affordable framing and things like that, which is really great. Um Yeah, so I do find it's good for, for that being, like, a practical space. Um so I, I joined the Art Society as a member, which is really easy to join as a member. Um, I think there's a membership fee of $50 a year, but I think for students it's discounted. It might only be 25 or something like that. Like, it's quite affordable. Um, and I started off by exhibiting, and then I started volunteering in the gift shop there. So the gallery's quite large. Like, it comprises of four different exhibit spaces that have rotating exhibitions throughout the year and then it also has a permanent collection and on top of that a gift shop so it occupies um half of the first floor of the art of the railway station oh my gosh yeah it's it's a really big premise (laughs) yeah yeah um i don't know have you been up there i i haven't have you pulled um i've been up there but like way in the past so it's like kind of fuzzy memory but i do Mm. know like kind of the scale of the space Got you, yeah. Okay, well, it sounds like maybe a return trip is needed. Um, and, <laughs> and definitely, Zach, yeah, you just go and check it out, especially on, like, a rainy day like this. Yeah. It's a really nice place oh, to be. This is perfect um, day for it. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, even if you're just interested in the building, it's a nice way to kind of 
see more of the railway station mm. um, as well as the art. And some people do just come by because they're interested in the building. Um, and they get drawn into the art. <laughs> that's the hope. Yeah. I mean, we also, because we have the the um, Sports Hall of Fame is across on the other, the other wing of the Art Society, so sometimes we have <laughs> very lost-looking people <laughs> in all-black jerseys all coming up being like, is oh. this the Sports Hall of Fame? <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's hilarious. But, yeah, yeah so I started volunteering on the sh- in the shop on a Monday, which was great, like helping sell the art and package the art and make displays and things like that, which is another really good way to kind of like as an artist, get a feel for things like pricing, mm-hmm. which can be really hard to think about just by yourself. Like how, what is, how much is my art worth? Because, yeah. I mean, it's not something that really breaks down into an hourly rate, you know? No, it's probably not standardized either. Like there's no kind of just no. metric for, for yeah. art pricing. Yeah, no. Exactly. Yeah. So I found that just being, working in the shop, volunteering in the shop was just such a good way to get a feel for how other artists price their work. Cool. Um, and just watching, you know, like, yeah, experimenting even, like putting one price on and then changing, putting another price on and seeing how it moves. Because mm-hmm. um, sometimes it's not that intuitive as well. Sometimes a higher price can make a work sell rather than a lower price and things like that. Weird. Yeah. Very, very yeah, I think mark. there's a lot of weird psychological stuff that goes on <laughs> around price. It's, it's not always just like cheapest price, you know, therefore it goes out the door or anything like that. Cracker. Um yeah, so, and then after that, after a while, the council were like, hey, would you like to join us as a council member? And I joined up. The first time that I've done anything like that in the governance space, but basically we have a meeting once a month um, and people can contribute to that meeting in any way. And there's about, I think, maybe, well, maybe a dozen of us on the council. Um, and we, yeah, contribute to the running of the Otago Art Society. But it's, it's, a very collaborative sort of thing and the council definitely could not do it by ourselves so all of our members help out in different ways as well whether that's coming along and hanging things or you know even as simple as like sharing on social media about our latest exhibition or putting posters up around town because we are we're not for profit and we only have three paid staff mm. um, and we do have I think over over 400 members um so it's definitely mostly volunteer-led. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Now, I believe, Paul, you had a question about the kind of the, the connections aspect of this. Yeah, exhibit. well, yeah. like, because, of course, it is focused on, like, the connections of this art society. And, of course, it's in the title of the exhibition. So I want to know, like, how is that played into your own personal work and some of the work that you may have noticed in the other people that are also exhibiting in the show? Yeah, absolutely. So the idea of the connections really came from the fact that this, exhibition is sponsored by Raymond, which is a rest mm-hmm. home. Um, and that sponsorship came out of a connection. So one of our council members is Mari Gomes Bradford and she I think it was twenty fifteen maybe, she moved to Dunedin. Yeah. And she was wanting to like get involved in the community more. She was working for Raymond at the Yvette Williams rest home on Highgate. Mm. And she also started um, ex- exhibiting at the Otago Art Society and she started to think about how much the residents got from art and she was sort of starting to run art classes on the side um, at, at the rest home and stuff like that. So she was thinking, you know, maybe there's a synergy here, like maybe yeah. there's something we could do together. And so that was how the exhibition 
um, came about in 2018, the first time that they sponsored the Art Society, which was really great. And it had some um, artwork from the residents themselves oh, at nice. the exhibition as well. Very wholesome. Yeah. Very wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of like a real Dunedin, I don't know, success story. Because, yeah, as a city, it is a little village. And there's lots of connections to be found as well. Mm. Um, in terms of how the artists have taken um, the sort of idea of making connections and how they've applied mm. it to the, their work super broad <laughs> like in some of the works you look at it and like I can't figure out what the connection is but that doesn't mean that the connection's not there yeah because um, uh, there must be well over 150 works in the show oh my gosh um, but one of the ones that I really love and I it got third place last night um, is this macrame work which is quite large like sort of a metre and a half Damn. Um, yeah, by Dasini Ganeshan, and it's called Mountains and Waterfalls. Um, and yeah, it's just beautiful the way that sort of, I guess anything woven is about connection just mm. by its mm. material nature. By the nature of, it, of its own medium, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But then also the way that it kind of draws out that connection to the landscape and its title mm. and its subject matter. And yeah. Um, the, our judge, Michael Greaves, who's with the Otago Polytechnic, he was great at also pointing out that because this work, it sort of hangs against the wall and the colour of the wall comes through and we hung it against a, a very deep green wall, so you got that contrast going on. Um, the work itself kind of connects quite naturally to whatever space it's in as well. Um, so that was kind of like a, yeah, that one I feel like really drew on the theme in such an incredible way. Sweet ass. Now, what can visitors expect to see? It's, it's I from what I hear, it's quite a range of uh, of, of mediums and stuff like photography, jewellery, painting, all sorts. Yep. Yeah, everything. There's even a ceramic sculptural nose coming out of a frame. <laughs> Yo, that's dope. <laughs> so I don't know what the connection is there, but I guess, you know, it's in the eye of the beholder, however you want to find Interpret that connection. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, me, me. And um, what kind of like COVID safety measures will be in place to uphold, you know, public health and public safety? Yeah, so there's definitely that's been a big shift for the art society. Um, at the moment, like we had our opening last night, which was lovely and wonderful, but um, it did have quite a different feel because we didn't have any refreshments like we usually would. Ah, true. Um, so that's kind of, I mean, it does make it easier in some ways on us because we have to tidy up at the end of the night. But at the same time, it's really sad not to be able to offer that hospitality. Um, and of course, you know, if you go along, you, you will need to expect to be asked to wear a mask um, and to sign in with the COVID tracers. Always hand sanitizer there if you need that as well. But we are still figuring out how we're going to um, work with the uh, changes that come in next week for the vaccine pass as well. That's something that we're still working through. Okay. A lot of, lot of organisations. Yeah, it seems like that's kind of been a big, a big thing for a lot of people, eh? Um, organizationally. Uh, I think yeah. we're going to like wrap it up around here. Do you have any any song requests? Any song requests you like us to play? Yeah, sure. Um, do you have Julia Stone's "Nothing Else"? We sure do. Excellent. Thank you so much for having us on. Yeah, no, it was great. Great speaking to you, Haley. Um, I very much look forward to to seeing this exhibit in the railway station, right? Yep, in the railway station. Despite the renovations, we're very much still open. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good to hear, good to hear. All right, take care. Um, okay. Yeah, awesome. See you later. Bye. Bye.
Oh, that was uh, Henley writer Hayes from the Otago Art Society. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.